Alright, ready? <laughs> Feel good. Beedle, beep, boop. Beedle, beep, boop. Hello, friends. Um, this is witty banter, sort of. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams. To my left is the Spaniard, Stephen Shavana. Yes, I Stephen Shavana. That's him. Um, That's pretty Mexican. This is like the first time that Hunter's not been a part of the like the voice package that people are used to. It's just you and me right now. I feel good. I really hate Hunter Dorsett. Oh, thank God we could finally air this. Oh, He's not here. God. I can tell uh, just about all the stories. This is a true relief. Like finally, it's, it's a catharsis. Tr- yeah, it's a it's a relief to have you know the true voices of Woody Banner on the radio <laughs> right now. <laughs> the the soul of it really, the unsung hero, Stephen Shavana. Well, I'm like you know Papa podcast Papa uh, Banner right now. So you know this is like. Oh, this is what the old dick looks like. I see. <laughs> okay. We went pretty far with that, and I'm already <laughs> impressed, which means we're going to be way off topic this entire show. But that's yeah, good because wait. there is no topic of this show. That's what I mean to tell you guys. It's what just you... a feeling. Exactly. I, so Hunter's gone. It's spring break. He's on a cruise, and I'm here in Austin still. It. And I still have, I got like a lot of time to kill, and it feels amazing. And so I wanted to do some podcasting during spring break got really no plan for what we're going to talk about that was sort of the point i just wanted to get on a microphone i guess so i had steven out over here indeed and we're here sitting around this table now yeah we're both uh kind of bored but we're not bored in the in a bad way we're bored in the way we want to be bored and that's why we're not at south by southwest this week that's it, right chase exactly so let's just get into the whole i guess the whole major topic here, we're not a South by Southwest doing all of the South by Southwest stuff. We would rather be on a kitchen table, mm-hmm. not there. Which feels like a mini controversy to yourself, doesn't it? It's like there's so much external pressure in the city to like go experience South by Southwest. Well, what's insane is, so the whole reason I'm not there, right? Right. Last year, it was my first year in Austin, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the South by Southwest thing. Everything's free. Crazy stuff happens, like Jack White will play guitar in a parking lot, you know. And which you can, you'll never see. Which, you know, now I know that. But I'm still just like, okay, well, that's the possibility here. So I RSVP for all this stuff. Right. And I go downtown, and I'm ready to cash in on all my signing ups, I guess. But right. it turns out you get down there, and it's nothing but a monstrous crowd of what look like 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm lines for anything and everything, whether you RSVP'd or not. Free alcohol, man. None of that to be seen. <laughs> and I went down for like two nights. I was like, I'm never coming back here. Like, I'm yeah. never doing this again. Yeah, I think I've, uh, I've done it two years. I've been in Austin since uh, 2001, so I guess I've had not exactly 14 opportunities, but I've had many opportunities to do it, but I've only done it really two times. Uh, it's exhausting, and it's I, d- I can't have an exhausting spring break. You know, it's like... School is bullshit. Work is bullshit. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with entertainment bullshit. Like, there's so many other venues to have good entertainment. Like, why would I waste my time two hours, three hours in a line to get into kind of a crappy show? Like, I saw there's so many shitty bands that phone it in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, I'm not going to see a band phone it in. Right phone now. it in? What is that? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, about? just like. Is it like a Skype concert? No, no, no. I meant, <laughs> like, what is this? I mean, like, half-assing it almost. You know, it's like they're exhausted because they're doing so much shit this week, and they're not putting an awesome show on. And I just see, yeah. you know, people just kind of hanging out, you sure. know? It's like... But another... So it also shuts down the entire city. But that's okay, because I, oh, yeah. I can just stand here. But when I had to drive down south to go to uh, David's last night, sure. you truly see... 
just the madness. The madness that it that there's is a goddamn blimp in the air. There's a it's blimp like, in the air. Get this blimp out of my city. <laughs> like, what is this like 1920s Berlin? Like, no, there's no blimps in the air. So, but you've been here since fifth grade. Yeah. So you've watched this thing grow I, and change. Yeah, and South by is like one of the ways the rest of the country knows this city. So I guess like when I was in six, you know, when, when I was kind of a, a kid seeing Austin be talked about on MTV or VH1 or whatever, you know, music entertainment media outlet there was focusing on South by uh, that week, I would be a little bit excited. You know, I was like, Oh my God, Austin to me felt like, you know, a, a nappy you're little, seeing the name a, out. Like, yeah. You, you know, know, that's always fun to see. Channel, yeah. Yeah, it's like I thought it was a nappy little city, you know, a little it's village town. Nappy, it's a nappy little village town. Well, it's really not anymore. I mean, like we're in the top ten biggest cities, and that- when it comes to personality, I just feel as if Austin is a bunch of like young hippies who happen to love technology. You know? Yeah. Okay. And it's just that sort of combination there. Like, yeah. It, there's there's like passionate all- too. Yeah, they're passionate. It's good. Um, but a lot of what this city has turned into is um, like a, a a catch-all for the mobile uh, young professional crowd that can like is not quite rooted in L.A. They're not quite rooted in Chicago San or Francisco. New York or San Francisco. So when there's one area that kind of catches fire, they're the... They're the, the first ones to go. They're the class of people that can like go and catch this wave real quick, you know. And that's a lot of what Austin has got right now. We're not getting old people in. We're getting, you know, young startup corporations or established corporations. Did you even. see that Google bought like 200? They bought office Acres? space downtown. Oh, okay. In one of the uh, skyscrapers. I mean, they had they had um, intentions to do that many years ago. And so did Facebook. And it, it kind of took a while for them to like... Uh, see those plans through but um yeah i'm not surprised by that i just like um you can tell that google at least views austin as a marketplace i think in equivalence to how they view someplace like san francisco or something right because san francisco hasn't gotten google fiber yet but we have yeah but i think that's because since we're a smaller collection they can it might make, be easier to do they can work they can implement it easier here to mm-hmm. get ready for integrate that like technology that. yeah but I think we're definitely the one of the first steps in that process, which means that's that's sort of like they look at us as their like little brothers, basically. right? But what this what these kind of processes are doing is um, like it's not making Austin weird, which is like that whole it's shtick. It's so shtick, you know. There's like this this crowd isn't really a creative crowd. They're here to make money. They're a business class, you know, and so kind of the the creative side of the of the city is uh not it doesn't come to the fore with that it gets pushed sure? to the background I, I feel like sometimes i don't know if it does i don't think it does but i think the business people here are in the business of making they want to consume it they, i think they want to make money off of being creative and you have to be creative to do that well i mean i meant creative in the sense of like art you know i mean like i guess there is a certain level of like creation to the ipod and that it was like uh, artistically creative yeah. to some degree but i meant just like street art music uh, painting, graffiti, that kind of thing. Just like creative people that want to just not pursue lifestyle. They're not about money. They're just about creating art. That class of people doesn't thrive in this city anymore. Plus, it's going to be harder and harder for those people because with just the outrageous gentrification. Right. And because rent is literally pushing people out of the city. No doubt. And this, that's what this professional class does. Like when it gets to a new mid-sized U.S. town, it 
blows everything up. Uh-huh. The prices are going to skyrocket. You're going to get like this luxury oriented service sector that's going to push out the creative class. And I see, I kind of see that happening it to Austin. It's totally happening. Right. I mean, they are, and that's a little bit disappointing from my view. Cause like, I mean, I even caught, I, I'm sure like for an old person to hear me talk about this kind of, uh, process to be sad is like a huge joke to them because i came here in 2001 and like what they considered this when they considered the city to be creative and fun and crazy and like grungy and grimy yeah. was like you know the late 70s 80s even through the 90s yeah. you know so for me to be like a 2001 kid be like oh this place is not what it used to be yeah. is a huge joke to them you know it's <laughs> like this place is, hasn't been what it used to be for 40 50 years that's okay there's freshmen at ut who when they become sophomores say the same thing so. right it's like man last year for its kebabs used to have cool graffiti on the side of it and it, it was wasn't like big. half the size man and <laughs> they operate they cut sandwiches using shoelaces like it i can't even remember what used to be in fat sal's and like that's like a stupid sports bar like there now yeah who knows um but what was also cool like you said when you were younger getting to see austin's name in mainstream channels made that you felt fun felt yeah exciting right yeah, it well, doesn't feel fun anymore this weekend, I went to the South by Southwest Interactive Conference, which was their gaming show. Okay. And that thing has gotten a lot bigger, right? And the way I'm sort of gauging that is some major outlets that cover gaming news would have maybe one story about something that happened at South by Southwest. Okay. And so seeing like the, you know, the abbreviations SXSW, right. um, so-and-so in this panel said this, or this game developer over here said that. And I was like, wow, I was there. I talked to all those people. And honestly, if company... So there was a, there's a big game called Star Citizen that's coming out, and it's big because it has like $100 million worth of crowdfunding. It's just outrageous. They announced just... Oh, some- I think I heard about this. I was listening to Economist podcast, and they were talking about uh, how crowdfunding is like becoming a more prominent feature of professional industry and they talked about this game yeah Yeah. interesting so they were there and they were just they just dropped a few new details on the game i think it's coming out it's either in alpha now or it's coming out later but that was i think the biggest piece of news coming out of south by southwest but it was news that was relevant because people are talking about star citizen so in my mind if this if that convention gets bigger not many people like we aren't used to hearing news out of it so anybody who does news does like a news drop is going to get more like featured, you know, they're going to be in the limelight. Right. And if that creates a chain reaction of like, okay, we can announce news here because people are starting to care about it. It's going to get even bigger. And I just think that's, that was pretty exciting. Is that good? It was exciting for me as a gamer who I got online and on my favorite, um, well, sure. Professionals love it. Uh, there's no doubting that in my mind. He's like professionals love coming to these conferences. They're all going to see each other. It's going to be a awesome whirlwind week. You know, it's like, you're going to see a bunch of cool things. A lot of things might develop. You know, relationships get made. News gets made. Mm-hmm. It's a, a blast for them. I'm, I don't want to take that away from them. It's yeah. just, for me, I'm not, in that, I'm not in that sector of society. And it just doesn't have that kind of allure for me. Sure. I don't, yeah. But I mean, just, just personally, when I got onto like IGN or Polygon or Kotaku, like the, right. the websites that I read, and it's just like a little South by Southwest news, and I thought to myself... Oh, I thought these were sushi sites. Are we not talking about sushi? No, we, oh, we might shit. as well be with those titles, right? <laughs> um, and seeing the news pop up, I was like, wow, if I would have... Like, if that's all that they took away from this conference, I was there for like five hours, and I saw the whole floor. I could write like seven things about this show, you know? Okay. 
But yeah, South by Southwest is still it's it's going it's further now than just music, you know. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And, and I mean, even from its like conception, I think it was a lot. It was it was such a weird amalgam of different fields of industry. You know, you had film and and uh, rock shows and well, not just rock shows, of course, but, you know, but then like the professional tech sector as well. Like How all these marriage like, happen. It's a weird marriage, right? I think it's kind of a, a weird like feedback loop with it. How that that dynamic has with the city as well. I think the city has had that kind of weird marriage of tech and music as well. Uh-huh. And then like as South by grows, that mar- people getting that marriage grows as well. And then the more South by becomes a tech uh, rock thing, you know, a tech music thing. Sure. And then the city it's becomes cool that. Combination, yeah. And they kind of like feeds it, feeds each other every single year almost. Yeah. Like, so when addressing the question of why we're both still not down there, though, like we've talked a lot about of why it's cool, why it's not cool, but yeah. ultimately we—I mean, it's right down the road. <laughs> it's, it's like it's three so, miles away. Yeah, you could totally hear it. You could yeah. bike there in like ten minutes. Yeah, but we refuse. Have you done it before? You know, like why aren't you down there, Stephen? We know why I'm not down there. <laughs> um. I guess like every time I know I've never had an awesome experience being there. It's like, I'm not into seeing like, if I'm going to see a rock show, I want to know it's a band I like. Like, I don't want to like mess around for four hours and be like, yeah, that band was okay. Right. You know, it's like, like I was saying, like there's so many other ways to entertain yourself in 2015. I that, like, know four hours I trying to see maybe if this rock show is cool isn't going to cut it for me. It's yeah. like, I know I like this podcast, so I'm going to go listen to this instead. Sure. It's like I could watch There Will Be Blood right now and I know I'll be entertained because I, I can that watch movie that movie. for the movie. first time last year. Can you believe? I can't believe that. that I mean, Forever, like dude. I could watch that movie 15 times. It's there's so like good. so much in there. Yeah, it's cool. You know? I need to rewatch it. Oh, you could watch it forever, dude. It's <laughs> I've, like. Uh, I've, I don't like ever watch TV or movies during school. Yeah. So I've been like doing that these past couple of days. Yeah. I watched, like I told you, Edge of Tomorrow last night, which was, I'm, I liked it, you know, had some problems, but I thought it was a pretty dope movie. Like I would re-listen to episodes of How Did This Get Made? Because I know yeah. that I haven't like experienced all of it yet. Mm-hmm. Like I've listened to every episode, but I know that I haven't like fully enjoyed every single thing that has happened on it. And I can re-enjoy that. It's like... There's so many like why waste your any time with bullshit in 2015? <laughs> There's no need. Right let's, now. Let's, our, what are you, our whole lives are bullshit, man. Look at our phones. It's all bullshit. Okay, if you're like getting philosophical right let's now, let's let's do it. Let's get it philosophical. <laughs> I'm actually gonna. I want to download that app we talked about in the last episode. That was that that tracks your phone usage time. Okay, yeah. And more, what I more so want to do is I want to sneak onto people's phones and download and it for put them, it on them, and then Whoa. like in a week be like, yo, look at this. You know, I think yeah. How would you hide it on their phone though? You could put it in put a folder it, or I would something. Put in a folder they never use. Maybe. You know, I guarantee okay, you, you have to know have, the person very well. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone in the world, in my opinion, sucks at organizing their phone. Apps. <laughs> like, Except for me, man. I get on and I just see people, and it's just, just like, like it'll be one folder with everything, and I'm like, why what? did you do that? Or it'll be like four folders with everything in it. I'm like, uh-huh. what are you doing? Yeah. It'll take you hours. Are the people who just sit there and they download like pages and pages of apps? That is just incredible. I'm like, you don't use any of these. Right. All they serve is to f- make it hard for you to find the apps. <laughs> like, that's insanity. People can't be trusted, man. With me. We're given actually, so Darian had a pretty good point. She thinks the Apple Watch is like a modern day beeper. 
that in the sense that it's just going to be like a flash in the pan just, and like people just, are going to look back at it or no, no, it no. serves like the same function the as the same a function like in i think yeah technology it just literally <laughs> just like and then you look at it and that's and it. there's like oh i need to get to my phone yeah <laughs> totally craziness <laughs> it's gonna say like 911 from your kid you know it's just like oh what is what does timmy need damn it timmy <laughs> damn it again how did Timmy last as like the like go to name for a child? When was that a go to name for I, I, a child? Like nineteen fifty two. It's Seriously? like you have to Tim. Was it Tim or maybe Timothy? Yeah, Timothy was like a real name. That sounds but nice. What is that? I mean, is that biblical? I was gonna say that sounds nice and biblical, is right? It, is not every name like seriously fucking biblical at this point? I've seriously I Yeah, Stephen just, is biblical, I think, yeah. Is Chase? I, there's, no there's, way. There's, there's no gotta way be chase. a Chase in the Bible. There's no way there's a Chase there's in the Bible. There's a Chase bank, dude. I guarantee you that <laughs> somewhere down the line, someone re- like related it to a testament or something. Chase as a last name is a bank, but uh, Chase first name, there's no way. I'd go in I pretty I hard. Look this up. All right, I'd I put like 50 up. bucks on it if I had 50 bucks. <laughs> that's that's a lot of in and out right there. <laughs> that is a whole <laughs> bunch of in and out burger, no doubt. It might be even more P. Terry's, which I'm more interested in. Uh, P. Terry's to me is the embodiment of what like a Krabby Patty would be. You know, have you you watched SpongeBob? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, when I'm I, old, but I'm not soulless. Yeah. I, <laughs> thank you. When I picture a Krabby Patty, this perfect <laughs> little like little contained delicious burger. Yeah, because they're all they're always eating it in like one bite. Yeah, and it's, it's, like, oh. it's done. <laughs> But when they do, they're like, oh, my God, that was a Krabby Patty. I had my Krabby Patty for the day. <laughs> I haven't found a burger that's made me feel that way. But in terms right. of aesthetically, yeah, P. Yeah, Terry's yeah. is it. And that's, and that's Witty Banter's official stance on the P. Terry burger right there. It's like my favorite one, though. Is it your favorite burger I think it might be my favorite burger in Austin. More you have to get out? the double more than in and out More yeah. than Whataburger? Uh yeah, dude, Whataburger kills me every time. Like It's too expensive, first off. Uh, it's uh, too much food, man. I don't know. And I it's always go to like a, a special. I go to like a HBBQCSS situation. Of course you do. You know, like a, a chop house kind of sitch. Sure. You know, but like I haven't got like a double What's with the cheese. place downtown off of Barton Springs that has the uh, custard though? Fat Sal's? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Fat Sal's is here on Guadalupe. You're thinking of Sandy's. Maybe. Sandy's, it has like that uh, like snow, or not snow cone, uh, custard uh, like thing sign But it's out. not on... It's not on Lamar and Barton it's Springs. it's South First and Barton Springs. Okay, then yeah, I went there recently. It's good for it was seven dollars for fries, a Crazy. burger, and um, a small dipped cone. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Insanity. Yeah, and they have like good like, like Tuesday and Thursday specials. I think exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was marvelous. Yeah. I haven't had Whataburger in a long time. Me neither. Because I haven't been that drunk in a long time. No, with, I haven't thing. I haven't been a sophomore drunk kid in a couple of years now. So. Just a couple? Just a couple of years. When's the last time you've been gut-wrenchingly drunk? Um, Like two days ago. How? Uh, really? Doing what? Uh, I went out to uh, some day beers with my dad. And then like that's, after that, my friend nice. Diego came over. Uh-huh. And uh, it just turned south, yeah. That's, I mean, <laughs> I, it's been a while for me. I think Germany. Yeah. Germany was it? One of those. I mean, but those... Those fits of drunkenness were special. Yeah, in Germany. I mean, come I, on. I don't think I ever threw up in Germany. Me neither. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, this week is is like the theme is just margaritas. 
I live. I live for margaritas. I love margaritas, I, man. Oh, we're gonna go do that. Let's go do that today. That's fine. Fact. Let's get one after the show. Fuck sure. South by Southwest, man. Have a goddamn margarita. Enjoy your sal- your spring break, man. Down at work. Just course. like, did you ever like going? I, I think this might be like indicative of our character in this sense. Did you like to go to uh, like South Padre Island on I've spring never break? Been. Never been. Never been. F it, off. There's I, no way I'm doing do that, it, man. Like, there's no way I could do it for sure. But I mean. Do I think that now because I'm older and I know I couldn't handle it or where a couple years ago... You, it, you would have been like super into it because... If uh, the opportunity yeah. arose, like, dude, yeah. we're going to fucking Panama yeah. tomorrow. Let's go to Panama City, bro. And I'm like, I'm there. I don't think... I still don't think I would do it. I don't it. think I would. I, didn't, I, would, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Definitely didn't. I There's would, empirical data we can look at. I Chase. stayed home and worked instead. That's what I was always about. It's like, I'd rather just like make a lot more money that week. Let me tell you what, audience, real quick. I know you're still listening because this is riveting. Riveting. Steven and I both bonded <laughs> initially <laughs> over our, our, our service in the, yeah, in the food Yeah, restaurant industry. industry. And there's something special about working at a restaurant in the summer, right? It, it is a lot of fun, man. Like, there's so many cool characters. And Always. just like The wait staff is a freaking comic book waiting, waiting to happen. Absolutely. And it's just like, I, I had fun. Like, even when it was super hard work, and which it is, you can be proud of. It's like, I like these people. And I loved, like, hanging out with them afterwards, you yep. know? Because, like, everyone knows what they're fucking talking about with food and wine and <laughs> yeah. drink. So how can you not have a good time? Like, yeah. those are people that know how to party. Like, they're giving a good time to other people. They're service people. So everyone's, like, serving each other. And it was always, like, some of my fondest memories are, like, restaurant parties. What kind of restaurant did you work for? Uh, I worked at a, an Italian restaurant. Italian. Oh, dude, I'm so jealous. That's awesome. Oh, it was a great trattoria, uh, which is a style of Italian restaurant. Dude, it's kind of, like, countryside. That. That's, yeah, like, cool countryside, word. like, kind of rustic. Trattoria. Trattoria, yeah. It's not, um, it's not, like, a large-scale franchise, you know. It's typically family owned out like in a countryside vineyard or something, which we were on. We were on a vineyard Sick. with the Dukemans. They partnered up and created a really nice space out there in Driftwood. And uh, I just went there for Valentine's, in fact, and got to like enjoy it as a patron again. And it was like, yeah, I loved I, I can understand why people want to come here. <laughs> for sure. Italian food's my favorite food. And then I worked in a steakhouse downtown, which is almost like the opposite. If you kind of think about it, you probably made a lot more money. I definitely did. Yeah. How much were they serving? How much were they charging for a steak? Um, they're fi- they're eight ounce fillet. You were looking at like thirty five or thirty eight, and like twelve ounce was like forty five. Probably around there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's the real deal. Yeah, it was very real. Dude, <laughs> at Hubble and Hudson, we would have this uh, like wet aged tomahawk ribeye. Just wet. So wet. Uh, it was like seventy two bucks. Yeah, we had like a Wagyu that was like yeah, 72. It was a, it yeah, it was totally Wagyu. Yeah, we had a 70. But, yeah, had okay. a tomahawk. Have you, you've tried, obviously, a Wagyu steak. Then. Yeah, we had. We got to try all the, the steak. Most I thought it was pretty, dude, pretty it, important. It, mel- <laughs> <laughs> it melts. Literally yeah. melts. Yeah, and like we served it well and it was a good time. It. Um, I eventually had to leave because I was working. Uh, I, I mean, I was going to school at the same time, and they were working me like over forty hours, Whew. and uh, it, yeah, it got to be too much. And it was like it's physical work, you know. It's yeah, not like an internship at Google, you know. Exactly. So you get to sit there and like you're not bone ass so tired. There, I just read uh, emails <laughs> and returned them to the specific channels that they needed to be put in for about five hours a I day. I was exhausted. And at the end of the day, I would just do anything to eat a bag of M and M's. So fuck off, judge me. 
Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's yeah, you know, it's you're on your feet and you're carrying shit and you get treated <laughs> like shit too. Exactly. Yeah. But it was such what a fun was the time, most dude. Nerve-wracking part about waiting for you, because I, I mean, I was always nervous when I was waiting tables. Uh, I yeah, I w- only waited tables for a brief time at Trattoria Lucina, and uh, didn't cut it. It was like my first time waiting. Yeah. And like I was doing all right. Chef thought I was doing all right, and there was just a lot of you know, of course, like inner restaurant politics and that kind of caught up with me and then like the management left as soon as i was let go by them so it was like i don't know there was there was a lot of dynamics going on but it was my first uh serving job so i just worked as a busser at the steakhouse and i was making pretty decent cash so i was like i feel comfortable right here fuck yeah yeah but i mean it's still a lot to balance and there's a lot of pressure opening wine opening wine oh wine man oh opening wine killed me dude uh, I can I can speak to like oh yeah oh for sure, um, uh, my boss told me to practice opening wine. I was yeah. like, what do you mean practice opening wine? Yeah, like, like, get you the fuck go out of here. Wine bottles and <laughs> open them. Yeah, exactly. Like I have to like drink these if you want me to practice <laughs> it. And you're not paying me that right now, yeah. so we'll see about that. Sure. For me, dude, brunch and then like the whole table wants some sort of frothy grapefruit mimosa. And I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> like the second you said those words, I'm these, done. These patrons came in like super late and they asked if we had cappuccinos. And I was like, yeah, of course. And it turns out we did not have cappuccinos. Oh, yeah. So we like my <laughs> jerk reactions, like remember when I said yes, it's actually no. So one of my friends servers there was like, I can like try to whip up a cappuccino right now. I was like, thank like, please. And thank you. Yep. Yeah, it's there's a lot to balance there. But now your plan is Navy time. Yeah, I'm From actually the server to the Navy. How long has that been gestating in your your head? I know you've been. Yeah, since I moved to Austin in fifth grade, so I was kind of just. What, what was it? Did you see like the base nearby or something? The planes um, that were. So it was an air show. So I I moved here to Austin and I met my friend Jared and Jared was going through um. A, like kind of a phase for him with like airplanes and military stuff and that kind of thing. And he was my first friend that I made here. So I was like, okay, I can like, I got really into it with him and he took me out to an air show in Georgetown and I saw like an F 15 demo a MiG 17 demo and like got to go inside a C one 35 and like everything, everything that we had been looking at. And I was just captivated. And then two weeks later, nine 11 happened. Holy and then shit like my world kind of crystallized because now I saw F-15s out in theater, you know, and like yeah. making, you know, very uh, important stuff happen. So just like these two worlds of mine, like kind of collided instantly with 9-11. And then I've really been chasing that dream ever since, like pretty devoted to it. So I'm taking my uh, ASTB, the aviation service test battery yeah, on buddy. Wednesday and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked. You're gonna slay it. I've been, uh, you know, preparing for 14 years now, you know, in one push up a day for 14 years. (laughs) You would actually probably be able to do like a thousand by now. Maybe that depress you. You think so? If I could have just given a shit about something four years ago, I'd probably be awesome at it right now. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see if I'm any good at it. It's real dark, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I've been like really pretty fortunate to like have this sense of purpose. And from a really young age, I was never like, man, what am I going to do after college? It was like, I can't wait to get out of college and go do this thing. My problem was I always had something. I always picked something, but I picked something like every two years. Yeah, people skipped around and I would just stay (laughs) devoted to this one thing. And I've just collected knowledge on it for more than a decade so rock and roll hopefully i get to use it 
So after you get done with the test, what's the plans for spring break, man? Because yeah, I want to take it easy. See, time. you know, let's it's get like a cigar. Let's get five. Let's get nine cigars. Put it in our butt. All of them. Okay, not all of them. No. Okay, I thought you partied. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So you're just gonna come back. Yeah, your, your name is Chase, and you like to party. It's yeah, pretty it's, evident. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's the theme of the show here. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Yeah. Well. I think we should go ahead and put a stop here and go get margaritas because you got me all hyped up on that. You, you're into margaritas? I'm into margaritas. We're going to have a good one. Salty, iced, not iced. What are you into? Salt. Um, Definitely salt. I was not, like not a, I was one of those kids, like my mom would order a margarita and I would just want to oh, eat the salt off yeah. her rim. She'd go to the bathroom and all the salt would come <laughs> down when she got back and I'd pretend it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks for listening to this. Tomorrow we're going to have... A very, very, very special guest on. Um, and we're just going to be talking and just seeing where the conversation goes. I'm sure the sound quality is going to be awful because Hunter's not here. And he's basically like, he's the what makes this entire show work. <laughs> so without him, it's going to be real. F- it's going to be fun. Uh, so yeah, thanks. Steven, thanks for being on. Hey, thank you, man. Good luck on your test. Uh, let's, let's go drink. Let's go drink. Bye, people.